Hey everyone, uh, Callum here. I just wanted to say uh, welcome to the first episode of Hardly Heroic. It's a new series that we're going to be doing on the channel. Um, as you might hear in the episode, this was meant to be our 500 subscriber special, but we've recently hit uh, over 700 subscribers, and that's insane. Thank you so much for supporting the content. It is huge for us that anyone wants to watch this. Uh, we, we can't thank you enough, even though we, we try, but... Um, yeah, thank you. I do, just a quick disclaimer, I do want to say there is some naughty language in this episode, so if you're not into that, uh, be warned. We, uh, we're, it's mostly funny, so don't, you know, we're, we're not going to be going into heavy topics or anything here, but, uh, we do say some, some swears and stuff, so watch out. Thank you to everyone who joined in and helped out make this good. Uh, we've secured the channel for, uh, if, if, this series becomes popular enough, we'll put it on its own channel so that it's just a bit easier for people to get to, but that depends on what you guys want, so please feel free to comment, uh, check out everyone else, their descriptions will be at the end of the video, we'll have a quick shout out for everyone, and just, yeah, enjoy. Welcome everyone to this, our technically 500 subscriber special for Bite Marks, Hardly Heroic. It's a new series that we're going to be doing where we're going to be trying to roleplay some roleplaying games, and we decided to start with a Star Wars one this time. Joining me today is of course Emilio, my co-host, and the GM of our game, uh, Camille, or Pysource, who is going to be playing uh, one of the characters named Quasar, and... Largely unemployed, or Miles, who's going to be playing Sato Drezek. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves and tell us a bit more about your characters? Uh, yeah, no, um, my name's Camille, I go by Pyasos, um, and I'll be playing the mercenary Quasar. Uh, my pronouns are he and him. Uh, yeah, so my character is a mercenary, uh, yeah, just trying to make a buck and survive, and he's in over his head. Uh, yeah, that's that's <laughs> My name is Miles. I'm also going as Largely Unemployed, which is the name of my YouTube channel. And uh, I am the 11th son of an Imperial noble sent to pacify this forgotten world. And uh, I'm also more than just a little in over my head. <laughs> and I'm Emilio. I'm the GM today. Um, pronouns are he, him. Uh, yeah, I... We... We are totally doing a Star Wars uh, role-playing podcast because the idea to do a, a Warhammer uh, podcast totally wasn't derailed by Games Workshop's uh, predatory I IP policing. Uh, totally not that. Uh, well, fascism, <laughs> as we like to call it. <laughs> yeah, today we're doing fascism light. <laughs> yeah, and uh, finally, I am Callum. I will be playing Jimolf Winsuga. My pronouns are he, him. And Jimolf Winsuga, which is... 
Uh, I love that name so much. And uh, you, you can just call him Jim. He is a, an armchair historian or an armchari historian yeah. <laughs> who is uh, coming along on these adventures so that he can research some uh, cool things about the Sith and Jedi, which is his favorite topic ever. Yeah, uh, he is uh, basically a, a, a force weeb, I guess. Yeah, he's a Star Wars fan yeah, inside a, the Star Wars universe, which is just a historian. So, for some inside baseball, everyone, uh, I had misspelt uh, the type of character that Callum was. Uh, I had misspelt Armchair as Amchari, and then he sent me a message like, Is Amchari actually a race in Star Wars? And I just left him on red. <laughs> yeah, so for the last few weeks, I thought that I was a cool, otherworldly being. But no. I'm just a nerd. Let's start. Right. <clears throat> so, uh, welcome to uh, the planet of Zaldus, a planet far out in the Outer Rim, home to ice bandits and slaves, a planet that was ignored by the Clone Wars, but not exactly left unscarred by them. Zaldus uh, was a planet that was able to ride out the Clone Wars in relative neutrality, i.e. pulling a Switzerland. Um, they mostly stayed out from either side, Republic or CIS, but they did do something that was quite nasty, and that was they had a habit of accepting refugees and then turning them into death slaves. And that was pretty like bad. Like America. <laughs> yeah, kind of like America. Um, but uh, neither side really cared all that much, uh, and so no one really did anything. Fast forward to, of course, the fall of the Republic and the rise of the Empire, and all this is still kind of a random backwater ruled over by slaver clans and, you know, uh, <clears throat> ice bandits. But there have been rumors going around on the planet. Rumors that a slave has somehow managed to escape into the wilderness and not only to survive, but fight back using unknown weapons of ancient uh, providence. Uh, a slave uprising briefly occurred on Zaldus and uh, the slaver clans were barely able to hold the planet back. In, in their iron icy grip. The Imperials, of course, have gotten wind of this. There are certain rumors about Zaldus, rumors about its ancient providence, about how maybe the ice is not exactly uh, as innocent as it seems. And they have dispatched a noble, uh, Lord Sato Dresik, to the planet at the head of an Imperial delegation so that they can uh, bring Zaldus into the fold, into the growing and burgeoning empire. Possibly without bloodshed, but uh, Resik is uh, not known for his uh, patience. So, we enter onto our scene. We are at the basically an entrance to one of Zaldus's many uh, ice cities. Most of the planet lives on these big ice cities, and um, of course, being out in the wilderness is a uh, mostly a death sentence. <clears throat> so we are at the shuttle dock. So there, uh, Dressic's, uh, there's a hologram. Uh, that is projecting onto the uh, scene. So I'm just going to gather everyone around so that they can look at it. A fake hologram in the middle of the shuttle dock. And there we see Dressik's father, uh, the Imperial uh, Moff Dressik. <clears throat> now, son, you have to understand that the Empire needs this planet. I've told you what I can, and we can maybe provide support. But you have to understand, son, that you're on your own for this. The Empire is stretched too thin. There are rumors abounding out in the room. Something is brewing, something that we don't want to let start. So I will be busy. You don't expect uh, my help. Don't expect a Star Destroyer to come uh, save you if you get into trouble, boy. 
Um, this is uh, your mission. It's time to prove that you're worthy as the 11th son of this noble house. Uh, do you understand? I understand, Father. Excellent. And uh, he uh, disappears uh, off the hollow bed. Wait, Dad! You didn't say you love me. He's never <laughs> said he loves me. I uh, mean, Miles is gonna have I to can roll see to why. Some psychic damage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> roll um, to get your father's approval. <laughs> it's getting a little too real. Jim <laughs> ah. is just doing the like uh, wanking hand motion to Quasar. Yeah, Quasar's doing the Fortnite dance. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, you guys are landed in the airlock. <clears throat> the Imperial shuttle that dropped you down uh, is parked here. Um, uh, it had to be flown in um, by Quasar because he's the only person who can actually fly anything approximately close to a shuttle. Uh, he does not have piloting, but he was just able to do it. Um, and uh, yeah, you guys are at the airlock. Um, strangely, no one has come to greet you. A bit rude. Yeah, it's, uh, I'd it's, expect a bit more of uh, an introduction for an Imperial Noble landing. Yeah, so what do you guys do? the very first time. I mean, the door is maybe locked? You don't know. Uh, you can't see from, from where you are. You have to actually... Go to Quasar, go forward and try and open it. I was just about to volunteer, but okay, if you want to force me to my death, then sure, I try and open it. Okay. Uh, Quasar, I'm going to need you to take a... Uh, let's see, that's going to be... Uh, perception, please. Just a basic perception. Uh, so that's 2D okay, plus 1. Is it 2D? Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, you can uh, use the advanced roller to um, just specify the exact amount with the exact modifiers. Um, okay, I found it. Okay, jeez. Oh, Wait. Just, just okay. use the, the button, the like clicking thing to roll the dice and then just add plus whatever. Yeah, I know, but there's is there a D two? Wait. Oh no, no sorry. You said two D sixes. Yeah, two D sixes. Yeah, I am, I am so dumb. Okay, hold a on. Two a two sided dice, Camille, is a coin. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, I got a six for that. Okay, you got a seven. Oh, seven. Oof. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> so you go up to the door. It's very, very old and very clearly not very well maintained. Uh, with your keen uh, mercenary sensors, you notice that the uh, locking mechanism isn't actually engaged, but you do think the door might be jammed. Mercenary sense. You were bitten by a radioactive mercenary. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, so what now? The door is not broken. Uh, I mean, it's not locked, but it is jammed. I try and pry it open because I'm an impatient man and I. Okay. Do what I want. Uh, that's going to be a strength check, which is a 3d6 plus 2. 3d6, okay. Yeah, that, uh, you'll have a much better chance at this uh, than you will something else, I hope. While he's doing that, I kind of say, um, Quasar, it does sound like your helmet's feedback is a bit weird. I say, uh, sorry, this isn't a Mandalorian helmet, give me a break. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, uh, can I help him at all? Uh, no. No, he's, he's much stronger than you are, so there's nothing that you could really do. Okay, so 13. Uh, that doesn't actually budge the door. Um, somehow, something in the actual mechanism that rotates it is broken. Uh, so you if, guys are going to have to... something done on these outer worlds, you've got to do it yourself. <laughs> I draw my blaster and fire at the locking mechanism. 
destroying it completely. Okay. No! I duck right. out of the way because apparently I'm okay. with it. It's like yeah. line of um, sight. The line of fire. Yeah, uh, Miles, you're going to yeah, have I'm, to roll. I'm running into the corner. Miles, you're going to have to roll a 3d6 uh, plus 2. Everyone else yeah. has to take a dodge roll. Okay. Oh, there fantastic. you go first. 3d6 plus 2. Yep. And drag. Uh, let me just go find what my dodge is. What do we get there? 10. 10? <laughs> so 12. 12. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, I just want to wait for the dodge rolls first. Of uh, I I technically have uh, three. Eight I have plus you have plus uh, one, three yes. d six in dexterity plus an extra d six yeah, so in you dodge. Four. So I rolled fourteen. Wow! I don't have any uh, I don't have any other modifiers, right? Yeah, like you, on my you, don't. you just have the base. We're fucking oh, okay. used to say those shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah, so you guys just duck out of the way. <laughs> Almost Peter naturally expecting your boss to open fire on the lock when you can't get it open. Uh, uh, he did this with the fucking coffee droid as well. <laughs> yeah, he, he got the Sato special. Yeah, the Sato special. Uh, he just draws his custom-made heirloom blaster and with one uh, quick uh, uh, gesture blasts the lock. And for some reason, that opens it. <laughs> That's not how mechanical doors work. I have studied the ancient texts many times. It is clear that this is the answer. I look yeah. over at Quasar and I say, I would be more mad at him for doing this if it didn't work all the time. <laughs> I turned to Jimmy I loosened it up for him. That's what happened. Yeah, uh, you guys... Uh, yeah, you really loosened that pickle jar, huh? You guys... Uh, are stunned when you hear the the lock open and you see two guys who oh, are no. desperately trying to jigger with the lock and they're like uh <laughs> what uh, there used what? to be three guys yeah so there are two there's two ice looking punks wearing like very heavy winter garb and immediately you feel how cold it is except for of course Saito who is wearing winter gear his uh, imperial uh, uniform has fur uh is it wookie fur uh, oh, it, it's it's a fur of nondescript nature nondescript. because wouldn't I think we're still like... in the first minute and a half of the recording. Here. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't it be like tauntaun fur? Yeah, it's it's the. It's, yes. I'm basically wearing a full tauntaun. Yeah. So yeah. what happens is uh, these two guys look at you okay, and they're they're like, uh, what? <laughs> uh, what? They they were hot, they were completely surprised by the fact that the door just like flung open, you know, and the locket mechanism exploded back. Um, what do you guys do? Um, Step forward and request an audience with them. I state, I am here on Imperial business. What is your purpose and why are you tampering with the lock? I'm going to stand behind Sato, trying to hide. Okay, uh, Miles, that's going... I stand next to him. All right, that's going I'm to sorry. be a command check from you. And this is going to be and an opposed is. command check. Got you. Uh, Which is a D5 for me. Four yes. for perception, one for command. Okay. Yeah. So you're very good at and- this. All right, that is a tally of Whoa, 19. 19. Whoa! Mm. All right, now that this is going to be an opposed check, and the bandits mm-hmm. are going to try to uh, take their own check and see if they do any any good. Taito was born with a silver whip in his mouth. <laughs> Damn right. Oh no, that's a twelve. <laughs> uh, so the uh, the bandits instantly just like shoot up. You know, they stand stand to. Discipline that they've never had in their entire lives just magically worms its way into their bodies, and they immediately <laughs> salute, <laughs> and they give way uh, into the ice fields. 
while Saito steps forward, completely imperious, completely, um, you know, um, uh, in charge of the situation, and they're like, uh, uh, yes, of course, the imperial uh, delegation, uh, please uh, come with come with us uh, right this way. And uh, I'd I'd like to lean over to one of the the people and say like, do you guys have like a spare jacket or something? <laughs> okay, uh, that is gonna be persuasion. Oh, good. Let's see. Um... Uh, because, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Miles, but Saito would never actually dare to ask for something for his underlings. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't request it. They they have enough autonomy to do this on their own. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Miles could okay. definitely do it with his 4D, 5D6. <laughs> I wouldn't stoop to it, though. Yeah, Well, that's, that's to not it. too bad, because I've got um, 3D6 plus 2 on that. That's not bad. Yeah, I'm not even going to try. So that's 12. Twelve. Okay. Well, let's see if you can. Let's see if you can. Fifteen. Oh no. <laughs> oh good. Step in. Oh goodness. I step in after having remembered that uh, my dear friend Jim did the wanking motion while I was speaking to my beloved father, and <laughs> request that the trooper instead give the gown to me. Ah, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah, of course, my lord. And uh, the, one of the uh, bandits immediately takes off his warm weather cloak and hands it to uh, uh, to Lord Saito in a prostrating motion, as if he's you know offer- giving him an offering. Uh, my- and the cloak to Quasar. <sighs> Thank you. I equip it right away. <laughs> All right. So Quasar, uh, note on your character sheet uh, that you have a cloak, so you're going to take a plus one bo- bonus on resisting the cold from now on. Uh, Miles, you don't uh, need oh, to take any... Miles, you have this by default as well. So make a note of that, please. Um, Callum, you have minus one. Yeah, well, uh, just freezing. <laughs> well it, it's fine. I, I look at uh, I look at Saito and I'm like, oh, okay, well, when I die, good luck understanding any of the culture around here. That is true. He does have all the knowledge. This is fair. Uh, you'll, you'll have to... I t- oh, no, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I turn a gym like outside of uh, Kaito Saito's uh, earshot. I say, you know what? I'm a mercenary, dude. Let's make a deal here. You know, we could share this. We don't both have to start. Uh, <laughs> Please. Chill. You, yeah. what, do you, what do you mean, share it? Like, wear it, wear it in tandem? <laughs> wear it in shifts. Wear it in shifts, man. Okay. Think. Yeah, fine. Wear it in shifts. I'm good with that. All right. So, uh, All right. the ice uh, bandits basically take you guys... Uh, you walk along the corridor. Now, periodically you see uh, other ice bandits just, you know, doing their thing. Some of them are, like, moving sleds uh, in and around, like, side passages. You see a couple guys, uh, you know, gambling. A few a handful of them eye you with suspicion. Uh, but when they see, uh, you know, uh, Saito walking, you know, completely back, perfect straight, perfect posture, they're like, oof, okay, yeah, let's uh, not do this. Uh, and uh, they walk away. However, one of them, one of them does... Uh, look at you very suspiciously. And he almost is like looking at you guys from like the shadows. Uh, I need you guys to take a, all of you to take a, a perception check uh, to see if, you, if your characters notice this. Just a straight perception check? Yeah, just straight, just straight perception. Straight perception, all right. Yeah. A, uh, uh, 11 for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's five. A... Yikes. 17 for me. Whoa! <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good roll. Yeah. Okay, so uh, your uh, only um, uh, Jim notices that there's a character who's 
uh, moving shifty in the background. He's eyeing the uh, delegation, if you can call it that, uh, with some strange uh, surprise. He does notice that he seems to be talking into something, but as he tries to mention it to Saito, Saito brushes him off as, you know, th this is completely irrelevant nonsense. I don't, you know, uh, wh what does oh, Saito let's do? Let's roleplay that. Uh, <laughs> Saito, I can see someone... He, he looks like he's kind of... I do not care for the whisperings of underlings. We have important matters to attend to. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know what? It's fine. It's nothing. And I sort you know, of out. Yeah, and I want to add, like, you know, you, you hired me to protect you. If, if you don't care about my opinion, that makes my job way harder, just by the way. You're absolutely correct, Quasar. What is your assessment of the room at the moment? Quasar did not see him. It's fine. Yeah, I, 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 didn't see, I didn't see anything, because I had, like, a five. <laughs> in that case, there's nothing to worry about. What, what, what opinion of an antiquarian, an armchair historian, why would we take this into consideration on military matters? Oh, I, I suggest know. we Apparently, proceed. mine are the only eyes that work in this room. <laughs> yeah, so... But whatever, it's fine. It's fine. Let's just go. It's fine. Ooh, passive... He's going to have... Pa you, you, careful, Callum. You're going to get passive-aggressive as your character trait. Uh, your your disease. <laughs> that is my character yeah, trait. Yeah, I'm I'm basically a grad student, so yeah, that's my character trait is passive aggressive. Right. So as you guys walk through the ice corridor, you notice that it becomes increasingly like it sounds like there's more rumbling, and the sound is getting like deeper, as if there's like much more uh, weight above you guys. You must have been walking, you know, down for quite a while. It's it's almost weird that you haven't been like escorted with like a uh, you know a golf cart or something. <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, uh, you guys get to a large uh, ice door, uh, and unlike the other doors, this door is made of, like, giant sheets of ice uh, that look almost translucent in a way, you know? You look at them, and it, it, these doors are open. They're clearly, you know, meant for sort of a ceremonial purpose. Uh, standing at the gate, uh, well, not at the gate, at the door, are two burly Wookiees. <laughs> and they Can both I... have big... Uh, uh, vibro blades, uh, vibro blades, uh, and um, obviously, you know, the Empire has doesn't have the best relationship uh, with the Wookiees, but that's not until a couple movies from now. <laughs> I immediately uh, turn my fur coat inside out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, can I? Can I? Like, while Sido is doing that, can I run up to the Wookiees and start like taking a look at their vibro blades? See if I know anything about the door or the or the swords. Uh, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, you can. You have not. You have four, four D, uh, six for knowledge. What would I roll for that? Well, technically, scholar or yeah, technically, if you, yeah, I, I'll give you scholar, so you can roll six. Okay, so. Uh, I have to do advanced dice rolling for this. So, yeah, ho, get ready. I don't remember. It's slash roll. 6d6. Yeah. Okay, I got a... Uh, 24. 24. Whoa. Whoa, okay. So you, you, you start going towards the Wookiees, and at first they eye you with suspicion, but then you start actually speaking Shriwok, uh, which is the uh, language of the Wookiees, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Uh, and uh, instead of, you know, rebuffing you, they're really impressed that you know their language, or at least a little bit of their language, and, uh, you know, they instantly lower their guard. You notice the weapons that they're carrying are incredibly powerful vibro staves, right? They're these big two-handed 
uh, fibro blades that are mounted on these big staffs. So they, they could they could mess someone up, you know. Um, mm. But buoyed by the fact that you were enthusiastic and that you you know you can speak Kreewok, uh they don't uh, want to. Uh, <laughs> Saito moving to the backs. <laughs> yeah, just surreptitiously. <laughs> I, I'm like. Uh, sort of making motions at uh, Quasar and Saito, I'm just like, you see, the thing about Treewook is that it's most mostly so, contextual. So while he... It's a lot of hand gestures. So while he's distracting them, uh, Saito and uh, Quasar just walk by. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they just don't... They just walk past yeah, they just, me. They Someone's just, earned themselves a fur coat. Yeah, they just walk past. All right. Uh, so Quick, Callum, while the node distracts them. All right, so, uh, Callum, that was actually good enough that I'm going to give you a fate point for that. You're going to get one more fate point, Ooh. because that was that was really, you know, good use of your abilities. All right. Hey, hey. So we enter into a massive hall, for lack of a better word. Actually, a set of halls. Um, let's move you guys over. Boom. All right, you, you oh. guys. Yeah. yeah. We're out of the colon. Yeah. Uh, you guys are out oh, of the, finally. out of the uh, thing, so you can you can see yourselves. I hope. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So this is one of many. You know, once you're actually inside the hall, you see that this was way different from what you were expecting. You know, this is not just one massive meeting hall. It's actually several meeting halls that are all suspended in ice, all like ringed around a big central ice pillar. So this is like a big deal. This is a big meeting hall. Um, you notice just like in the uh, your immediate vicinity that there are like loads of people just wandering around talking to people. Um, uh, unfortunately, you notice that there are also more guards at more of these gates. So you guys are just like at here. There are many more of these maps. Um, you know, many more of these locations. I'll just shift them up as as we need to because I didn't want to make like a huge massive thing, and you know, need to use it once. Um, but yeah, you guys are here. Uh, no one has come to greet you yet, which is, again, still weird. No one has showed up. I make an announcement at the top of my voice, oh, okay. so stating that's... once more that the Imperial delegation has arrived, and we request an audience immediately with this colony's leader. Okay. Razor and I, like, pose. <sighs> yeah, so... you look menacing. Like, so... in you force pose? Okay. <laughs> jo uh... Jojo's was adventure pose. <laughs> yeah, Jojo posing behind him. Okay, so I think uh, you're going to have to actually do two checks. One, okay. take a command, and the other, intimidate. So, uh, depending on how well the first one goes, that will determine how well you need to do on the second. Because it's not just okay. that you're raising your voice, but you also have to, like, command some presence, right? And that's not an easy thing to do. Yes, yes. All right, so the perception is a 4D plus 1D for command. That's yeah. 5. So we roll that. Hopefully it's good. 22. Not bad. Ooh. That's pretty good. Very All nice. right, and now take your Intimidate. Okay, my Intimidate roll, I don't have a bonus for, so it's Knowledge, which is 3d plus 1. Okay. Okay. So that's going to be a 5. Holy shit. That's rough. Yeah. So they hear me. Two ones. Oh. That's rough. Uh, remember, Miles, you do have Fate Points. You can use them to, uh, to re-roll. Uh, or add so, okay so that's what fate points do is they let us re-roll yeah, yeah they can they can let you re-roll um this is a bit of a house rule for the game but yeah you can re-roll um 1d6 for a fate point or you can spend i think like three fate points to do the entire roll over okay 
I um I'm going to, for the viewers at home. I currently have five fate points, and I'm going to bank those. And I'm actually just going to bow my head, uh. and compose myself, <laughs> and walk up to the nearest patron and ask them directly who manages this colony. Ooh. He walks up to one of us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are, we, are we the only people in this hall? Uh, no. Uh, there are several. Uh, there are several. Uh, just like, you know, bandit guys who are just all chilling. Um, okay. I walk up to uh, to whichever one is nearest, um, and uh, I ask my men to flank me, and we ask the man directly who manages this colony. We want a name. Okay, that's going to be an opposed... Uh... Okay, because you failed on the Intimidate, you can't use command, at least not for the immediate future, because, like, no yes. one paid attention. You, you, you know, you loudly sounded out your intentions, but, like, you know, someone in the back was like, cringe... <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I I suggest yeah, I could try and persuade you him to, to persuade convey him, the yeah. information in exchange for some money. I have some imperial credits I'm willing oh, to let okay. go of. Uh, that's gonna be. Oh, you're gonna have to pass a bureaucracy check uh, if you want them to actually t- accept the money. Okay. Uh, I just want to confirm that that's the right skill. I think there could be another skill. I do have a persuasion modifier with uh... under perception. Let's see. Oh, no, that's going to be bargain. Uh, you're going to have to do bargain uh, for them okay. to accept your credits. If you pass this check, I will give you a, a free D6 on your next on your uh, persuasion check. Okay, cool. So what do I roll for bartering? Okay, bartering is a perception skill. Excellent. That's one of my strong suits. Okay, yeah. so it's a 4D? Yeah, just a 4D. All right. And I... Wow, that is... Ooh. Oh, your credits oh. are not worth anything here, outsider. Oh, oh bomb. <laughs> I, uh, I slink back to the group in shame. Okay, uh, clearly you can't just show up and demand to be accepted. Um, uh, do, do they speak a specific language on this planet? Uh, they do speak the, you know, they do speak the, imper- the common dialect, but if you want to know which specifically, you're going to have to find out. Okay. Uh, Oh, sorry. Here you go. Well, what I want to try and do is, like, um, see if I could tell what language they speak so I could maybe address them in their native tongue. That's a languages skill, but you don't have languages. Shit. You can uh, try. I... Oh, wait, no. Uh, okay. Quasar, I, does I Quasar do. have languages? Yeah, Quasar uh, has languages. Bad. I also have languages. Oh, wait, no. Okay, I think... The best, the best, yeah, Miles, Miles, you have languages, you have a plus one. I think, yeah, cool. I think Saito has, like, the best role for languages. Okay, yeah. but Saito, here's we, what we do. I, I confer with the team. Let's roll. We, we just get into our huddle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim, Jim, the pull it in, okay? Jim, I'm sorry about the code earlier, we'll get you one. It's fine. I, uh, I need what, you to go plan? over there and get that guy talking, and I'll swing in when he's not looking and uh, see if I can work out what he's speaking. Okay, uh... Uh, Saito, because you failed just now, I'm going. Your character still got yeah. embarrassment, uh, mm-hmm. so you are going to minus a, a D on your on, on your roll to do this. So it's a risk we're going to have to take. Yeah. yeah no, I look at Saito. To... I'm like, are you sure you want to speak to them again? Like, are you after what happened? Are you are you sure? Like, I need to confirm this is an action you want to take again. What would you recommend? <laughs> Don't. <laughs> we'll no, we'll have this or. <laughs> the action is stuff. 
I yeah, we have yeah. had enough. You've I, had I, enough. I, it's fine. Don't worry. I, I put a hand on um, Quasar's shoulder and I I look at Saito and I say, "Sir, you're you're doing too much. Someone of your station doesn't <laughs> need to handle things like this. Leave it to us. That's why we're here, right? I, you know what? You're right. Yeah. This is, this I, is this grunt is work. You're right. This grunt work is beneath me. I I, I retreat to the stairs. And, uh, and sit down while my peasant servants uh, will, uh, deal with the rest of the work. Here. I would like to remind you that uh, Quasar does have Streetwise. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I was, about to, I was about to roll Streetwise, and I want like add like I want to I want to play on the fact that uh, I'm making fun of him, but in in a way he can't understand. That like oh yeah, it's like look at that look at that bozo. <laughs> like a little dig, the noble. All right, I'll I'll, I'll give you uh, I'll give you say plus five on that one. Cool. All right. Uh, let's see, that is a D2 plus... Yeah, that's D2 two, plus 2, okay. Plus, plus 7, basically, so... Yeah. Alright, give me a second. Yeah, sorry. No, that's that's sure. Alright, there we go. Let's go. And... 12! Woo! Oh. Wow! That would have been a really bad roll if you didn't have that. that yeah. No, <laughs> Alright, so Quasar is a mercenary and he's very well used to the mercenary life. Or at least, you know, he's been around mercenaries to know, you know. So he saddles up to a guy on the far edge of the room who's just, you know, uh, drinking something. He's drinking blue milk, because of course he is. Um, and uh, you, you start, you know, just cat, you know, speaking in the common language of mercenaries, you get the guy a little bit comfortable. Uh, he seems like he'd be amenable to a conversation. Uh, I tell him, Hey, dude, uh, yeah, did you see that crazy guy screaming his lungs off? Isn't that, isn't that funny? Yeah, yeah, what a loser. <laughs> His imperial money is worth nothing here. I'm trying to distract yeah. Saito from hearing this with, like, a coin trick. <laughs> or oh, a two-sided dice. <laughs> yeah, a two-sided dice trick. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I, I establish like where we are. So I tell him like, uh, so, so where is this place exactly? And uh, yeah, what's what's a common tongue here? All right, well, as I'm being you. All right, so the guy pulls you off to this. He, he, he basically like he draws you closer, and he's like trying to tell you in his confidence. He's like, listen, stranger, friend, you're in the halls. <clears throat> you're in the halls of the Kala uh, Slaving Guild. They don't take uh, they don't take kindly to uh, outsiders. You hear? Uh, so don't go rocking the boat. Just keep your head down, and uh, you'll best you'll you'll do best not to end up at an auction. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I'll try and keep the, the noise levels down, uh, one way or the other. Yeah. Uh, you at the back somewhere in the room, right? You hear actually that exact thing. You see that a hologram has popped up in the central column, and a. a um, uh, a Rodian steps up uh, to start speaking uh, and um, is basically showing off the latest catch of slaves. It's mostly just people that they think they can, you know, work in the mines, but one or two of the people could be used in, like, a household for, like, cooking or something like that. Um, Yeah, so that's happening while while you guys are talking. Uh, They speak speak common, but they speak the Kala uh, sort of dialect of common. That's very popular around here. Uh, can can 
we hear, like, can Saito hear the the uh, the conversation? Cal yeah, the the, the dialogue that's being spoken. Uh, let's do a perception check. Not not oh, not no. between um not between Quasar and the guard, but do from I understand the hologram. Yeah, yeah. Is he perceptive enough oh. to just be like, you know? No, sorry, no. Languages check. A languages check. My bad. Which is knowledge, right? Yeah, that's knowledge. So two D, two D plus two, I think, for you. No. Uh, three D ah. plus one, and then I have another D, so four D plus one. Okay, yeah. yeah. You are paid attention at Imperial Language School. Okay, let's give it a roll. Imperial Duolingo. <laughs> so that is... Oh, that's a good one. Ooh, that's 19. 19. 19. 19. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, so uh, even though you're uh, clearly distracted by the two-sided die uh, trick, uh, you do actually hear him uh, talk while you know, you're know you saddling up carefully, uh, a little bit more tact this time, and you do hear what's being picked up, and you do think that you could actually speak the language in the specific dialect. Uh, with some confidence, if you had to. Good to know. Maybe not as good as a native speaker, but definitely not enough uh, to be marked as like a total outsider. I I would like to uh, walk up to these columns because they look kind of old. These are uh, computer uh, terminals. I would like to walk back <laughs> from these columns because I thought they were old, and I was gonna check like, ooh, are there carvings? Is it, like the secret history? No, it's just a fucking. PC. Yeah, this, this is where the hologram of the slave auction is being projected from. <laughs> I'd like to request I, I something just... of my uh, anti-chari. Um, chari. Yeah. Um, chari. Yes. Um, chari. Come closer. Um, do you do you by any chance have any technical knowledge of computers with all your research and studies? I I can send an email. I mean, excellent. <laughs> uh, does this Quasar? I lean over to Quasar without with outside of the earshot of the the slaver he's talking to. And I ask him if he has any skill with computers. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. I know how to blow things up. I know how to, yeah. He has a... Okay, wait. What's Astro? I actually want to know. Is this? Is, yeah. Is this? Is this technical? Like, what? What would this fall under? It would be technical. It would be a technical. Uh, astrogation is, if I'm not mistaken, uh, navigating uh, in space. In space. Okay, so I can I can navigate in space, and I can operate a repulsor lift. It's uh, reading a. Uh, it's a uh, no. Astrogation is a mechanical skill. Uh, yeah. It's uh, basically reading a map. You know, navigating a map, a hyperspace map, stuff like that. Yeah. So if you need me to, okay. if you need a lift operated, <laughs> I'm your. You can push those. I'm buttons. your man. Good to know. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. your man. You need some first aid. Got you. Okay. So we're not hacking okay, the mainframe anytime soon. Can, yeah, I do not have that. I do not have that skill yet. The Matrix is closed to us. Shall we put it? That uh, way? Okay. Uh, anyway, let me let me report like what I talked about. Uh, I bid the the dude farewell, and then I come and I slide yeah. over to my comrades. I tell them, "All right, boys. Uh, listen here. We're in slaver territory. Uh, you don't speak. You don't look at them funny. Or you're gonna end up as as like the pretty boy of some some." king somewhere you know what i'm saying understood that was a bit graphic yeah <laughs> but all right well as an as a distinguished imperial noble i am famously beautiful and this is a real threat to me so uh, i take his advice to heart and uh, i request an audience with my group once more what do they suggest we do next uh jim Olf is updating his fan fiction <laughs> <laughs> uh 
No, he's uh, he's sort of just like reading over some notes, and he says, "Um, well, I, I think we should, you know, figure out the situation. Clearly, the situation is that we need to get the the Sith weaponry out of the hands of the slave revolters, right? We don't know that they have it. I mean, except that we do. Oh, no, no we don't. Huh? Well, we we're don't. Not sure. You have a there is a suspicion. I mean, they didn't know that it was here." Uh, the, the, uh, you don't know necessarily. It's an unconfirmed rumor. Yeah, but it's the one that makes the most sense. I see. He's applying Occam's razor. Uh, <laughs> oh no! I, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, Star Wars I'm an... wasn't prepared for basic inductive reasoning. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I have spent a lot of time in my arm. I mean, my arm chari. <laughs> the arm chari commune. In the arm commune. And like my eyes dart from side to side, and I, uh, I I know that sometimes you just have to take the most logical thing, and it seems the most logical thing that they would have this. But you know what? That brings up a good point. I think we should probably just ask around. I think the situation. I look at the slaves is to buy one, or to at least attempt to. Okay, I mean. I, I didn't want to bring this up on the shuttle. I'm kind of against slavery. That's a weird thing about me. <laughs> but I'm just sort of against it. I think well, that might be treason at this point. Well, th- well this, the is, the, this I, is the hardly heroic... Big word. <laughs> well, remember, Callum, this is the hardly heroic podcast. So you don't have to be heroes. Yeah, but I also don't have to support slavery. Yeah. Man must have his principles. That's true. But... Uh, I'm a, I'm not I'm a scholar. So I have read we're a gonna lot of things about slavery. Like, uh, all right, uh, I'm gonna. Okay, uh, Miles, if you do a command check and beat Callum's roll, uh, then Callum, your objections will be halted. Okay. okay. What am I rolling? He'll, 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 you rolled your command skill, which is uh, perception. Do I still take a debuff because of the embarrassment, or is that faded? No, no. This, this. You can hear more than enough to command Callum. He's not... Okay. <laughs> okay. That's a yeah. default with 50, so good luck. He is, 50. He is on your payroll. I, yeah. got, I got a 6 plus 2. Oof. It's an eight. 8. Do I beat you? You got a 15. Slave kids, boys. <laughs> so how do, you, how do you cut me off? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I interrupt your objections. And make it clear that I'm not asking that we buy a slave, but simply inquire as to how one would get one. Get a conversation started. Oh yeah, you uh, while okay. you just casually say a thousand credits while the yes on the auction. I, I step up to the auction block. Is it this blue one? Yeah. Okay, we, we step up to the auction block, and uh, I place a uh, 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 what slave is currently on display. Uh, okay, uh, so you see that the the current slave is like a really old man. Like a really old guy. I, uh... He must have special I, I, skills. He, he must at least be 70. Okay, but, so maybe he like, knows things it? about the planet. This is this is what we're angling towards. Yeah, and now I need to use my, my noble intuition here to, uh, to, to suggest uh, a price of 800 credits for this slave. 800, Good lord. 800 yeah. credits. You hear the Rodian say, 800 credits? We don't accept credits here. Oh. I uh, offer Callum as a slave in exchange. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Callum? I take it back. 
Um, well, you can try to pass a bargain check. Remember, just because credits aren't the official currency doesn't mean that someone can't be persuaded to take some credits. Okay. I don't really know what else our options are, so I suppose I will attempt a bargain check. Uh, all right, go ahead. All right, so which which one is that? Was that knowledge? Uh, bargain is uh, perception. Oh, fantastic. Okay. And D4. That is a 10. Ooh, not great. Okay. I'm well, not... Uh, let's see if our Rodian buddy uh, is convinced by your uh, pitch. Yep! <laughs> Way! <laughs> wait, wait. Can he? Can Miles use a fate point to reroll that one? Yes. Okay, good idea. Uh, so how do I roll that singular die? Oh, you just roll uh, one more. Just roll a d1, okay, cool. And, and then take away a fate point. Yeah, take away a fate point, and then... Um, so you're 9, plus now your d6. 1d6. Uh, it's slash roll 1d6. And that should be... There we go! Oh, Holy Ooh. shit! Okay, okay, it's a 14. Okay, uh, nice. so the Rodian is at first credits... Then you see him doing, like, a mental calculation in his head. And then he leans down and he says, Do you really have the credits? I lean in and say, I can transfer them immediately. <laughs> okay. All right, fine. I'll, uh, I'll spot you for this in the local currency. Meet me after the sale, and I will, uh, I will transfer the ownership uh, on payment of the credits. And it's like, Excellent. 800 credits! And everyone's like, 800 credits? But this old guy? What? <laughs> uh, no one seems to want to. Ability has given me no concept of money. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I do feel we've blown our wad quite early. Yeah. <laughs> that All was right. about twenty percent of the fortune, right there. Five hundred, five thousand credits is a lot of money, right? Your father just felt a disturbance in the force. <laughs> yeah, in the bank account. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I turn to Jim and I'm like. Dude, that is more than I'm getting paid for this. Well, you know. I, I turn to Quasar and I'm like, you're getting paid. Oof. Fair enough. Fair enough. To be paid in experience. This isn't an internship? To the cold. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, I'm getting paid in exposure. <laughs> to, put the, to put that kind of money into context, a well made uh, blaster rifle uh, costs about. Uh, 1,000 uh, credits. So, Miles basically has five well-made blaster rifles in money. Uh, yes, but also, he he has been very clear that he is skint in paying us. That yes. is true. So this has been established. It does make canonical sense that Quasar is getting paid less than 1,000 credits. Yeah, that, that is true. Alright, so the Rodian accepts your uh, purchase, and uh, everyone's like, what, this old man? You know? And you guys walk to a small side room over here. Oops. That. Uh, you guys walk to a small side room. So <clears throat> the Rodian is like, <clears throat> pay, you know, time to pay up. And uh, obviously, Miles, uh, you have to transfer the credits. Uh, because you're a little bit unscrupulous, I will, I will allow you to try to uh, take maybe a gambling check. Uh, or let's see, what's, what's what would be the appropriate skill to try and see if you can cheat this guy out of money? Because I feel like that would be a thing that you would try to do. Yeah, that's uh, that sounds fair. Because you are, you know, you are not necessarily an honest imperial. Probably, it's probably a con, right? Yeah, yeah, it'll be a con skill. 
Uh, yeah, so that'll be con. Perception. Yeah. So just straight, I don't have any bonuses to uh, being a con man, so... Yeah, yeah, this is, this is basically I mean, just should. like a false you're a noble. Talk, where you're like, oh yeah, you, you know like how you want to hand someone a stack of bowls, and the middle of mm-hmm. the bowl is like full of ones, but the outside looks like it's hundreds? That's what you're trying to do, basically. Okay, I see. Alright, so I'm going to roll a, a four d6s as yep. my perception check. Yep. Let's do this. And we come out with... 16. 16. Alright, so the nice. pretty good. Alright, so the Rodian is not necessarily unconvert- easy to fool. But let's see what he says. 16! Oh no! <laughs> um, we have I to- have a way to beat this tiebreaker. We have to roll again, yes? I just- no, no, I just look around. Is the room- are, are people around us? Yeah. Like, can yeah. people see us? People are around you. Uh, I, I kind of gesture to Quasar to block me off from public view. Oh. Uh, okay. I stand in front of him, like, away from him. Okay. And then I, I, I flick on my uh, light foil. Oh, okay. Well, mm. you have a choice. You, you can re-roll this, this tie, or we can go with uh, um, Jim's plan. Okay. If, he'll have to roll if, intimidation. If this fails. I, I have no control over Jim here, so I think we go forward with Jim's plan. You'll have no, no, if we... If, oh, come on, dude. You'll have to roll intimidation. <laughs> Uh, let's see if I have intimidation. <laughs> I don't think you do. I do. I don't think you do. I do have You're intimidation. Like a nerd. The Amchari are famed warriors, after all. <laughs> I do have intimidation. It's under knowledge, so I get four d six. Oh damn! Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, nerd. It's, nerd has. It's entirely the light form. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> oh no. However, oh. <laughs> however, I will uh, spend a fate point to reroll that one. Okay. So. Oh, you have to beat 16. Oh, no. <laughs> Which I don't think you can. <laughs> Might need to spend another fake point there. <laughs> oh, no, you got a one. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay, I'm not spending any more fake points. <laughs> Oh no! Uh, I I try to turn on the um the light foil and it it's it not do- working it right work. now. Uh, yeah, it sputters. Yeah, yeah uh, it just, luckily, like, sparks come out. Yeah, luckily, uh, he, uh, the Rodian does not notice. He just thinks that your communicator is broken. Uh, so, Miles, you and I will have to reroll. Very well. I'm like Four shaking pieces. it like a glow stick, and I'm tapping the back. Yeah, it, it's not working. All right, so. Fifteen. Fifteen. All right. Well, I hope I can't tie again. Can we? Let's well, let's 13. see. 13. Ooh. All right. Yeah. Finally. All right. So you successfully managed to trick the Rodian, uh, and you get away by only actually paying him 500 credits. Hey. Dad's going to be happy. Yeah. That's Great. A, that's a big saving. All right. So he takes his money uh, and goes away, and you very quickly, <laughs> very quickly move to a couple of other, uh, you know, meeting halls, you know, in the big ice cavern, uh, so that he... Uh, doesn't you know he can't find you and of course you drag the old man with you who's kind of falling asleep oh good we bought a narcoleptic that's why we got the discount (laughs) it was only 800 credits it's a bargain (laughs) yeah yes (laughs) hello who's there um i i apologize for disturbing you uh old person but actually what's your name 
let's start. Let's. That's a good foot to start on. What's your name? Oh, uh, he's trying to. Okay. Okay. Name from now on is old man. That is your name. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he is very clearly insensate. So you know, this this guy's not necessarily all up there, you know, mentally. Okay, Zip. Do you know what happens on this planet? The planet? What? Where are we? I mean, do we just like leave him in the snow? Moral <laughs> quandary. Like, release him into the into the wild to die like a cat. I I would like to look around the room and see if there's a, a bar or some kind of place where you could purchase narcotics. Oh. Okay. Oh no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we're not going to drug the old man. We're not going to try and kill him. This uh, old man. We're not going to kill um, him. We just need to get him to talk. Exactly. Okay. We're just going to well, loosen please. the gears a little here. And we're we're not going to drug him. We're basically okay. buying him medicine. Yeah. I've seen some horrors uh, as a mercenary and. I'm not that you guys do this to this old man. Uh, I'm taking things into my own hands here. It's all right. <laughs> I got I got a plan. Okay, it's foolproof. Come on, let's okay. hear it. Let's hear it. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna make some bombs. Okay, follow me. Wait. <laughs> make some on, explosives. Hold on. We went from drugs <laughs> to bombs. <laughs> I give this. This escalated. I have make some over two pages at once. And you're gonna put you're gonna put me up for sale on the slate. Market. Oh all right, God. all right. We're gonna get we're gonna get info, and then you're gonna you're gonna have to like rescue me, okay? Does that sound like a plan? They are going to definitely check you. Oh, yeah. yeah and I... what the point of the explosives was? Uh, it was basically to put it on myself so that I can walk out. Yeah, I think they exactly would... which mercenary company did you serve with? <laughs> uh, 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 Kaleem, you're going to have to make a what? con check. Uh, Kabil, you're going to have to make a con check. Sorry. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, because uh, answering that question, you, yeah, you're going to have to make a con check. The oh my penalty God. will be revealing your backstory. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why is my con check like the D2? Hello? It's okay, wait, let's one, see. Yeah. Plus one, okay. Come on. Four. <laughs> that is awful. Um, oh no. Okay, well, okay you don't have to reveal your backstory, okay. but you definitely have to explain where you came from. And uh, that lie is not going to be believable. So, uh, I hail from the the desert people. You know the, the desert people? Yeah, they... Which one? Uh... The ones on Naboo? Naboo? The, the, the um, swamp planets? The famous Yeah, you know the forest? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah that desert. Planet. Yeah, whatever, yeah. guys. Like, we're wasting time here. Alright, I, mean, I agree, so, but we're, we're circling back to this whole Naboo desert thing. Yeah, yeah we're gonna come <laughs> back to that. We'll put a pin on that one. No, see, it was a, it was a hidden area in Naboo that was a desert. You, you wouldn't get it. You're, Do you mean a beach? You're, you're, you're not, you're not from Naboo, it's like, just let us go. You right. don't know where I'm from. Uh, good point. But, um, uh, <clears throat> uh Saito's, uh, intuition is correct. And do a perception check. Okie dokes. 
Uh, I, this is the only thing I've rolled. There we go. 17. Ooh, dang. Ooh. Saito's on fire today. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe it's just Man that... is a Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's what the the twist in this story is that Saito has been a Jedi this whole time. Uh, so um, the uh, he glances around the room uh, and he notices that yeah there is actually a sky bar that is built into one of the uh, assemblages and uh, you know taking executive function while um, uh, Jim is busy going like uh, what do you mean you're from a desert on Naboo. Uh, and, uh, and um, you know, Quasar is busy floundering. Uh, he drags the old man over and goes to the barkeep and says uh, something like, Barkeep, uh, I want an eye-opener or something like that. Uh, why don't you roleplay it out for us, Miles? Barkeep, I'd like your strongest narcotic concoction. Oh, you want an icicle, huh? Uh, sure. No, no, no. I, I want someone to wake this old man up. Oh, He's been sleeping for weeks. Okay. An uh, icicle. <laughs> I get it. That's good. That's that's good, clean fun. <laughs> Nothing but PG-rated uh, content uh, on on this podcast. Minus the narcotics and slavery. Yeah. But, and it's, yeah. You know, old men. It, we're nineties PG. Not no. We're... And old man slavery. Yes. Oh, and narcotic slavery. <laughs> All right. Uh, so and suicide vests. So same situation. So, yeah. uh, this guy doesn't accept credits, but uh, if you can barter with him. Uh, successfully, uh, he will. Hmm. I, uh, okay, well, let's do a barter roll. I, I offer him, uh... How much? I offer him the equivalent value. So that, he, uh, he says it'll be about, you're bartering about, I think, 15 credits. Okay, I offer him 20 to try and incentivize him to give me the drink. Okay, alright, I'll give you plus one on that. Alright. So I'm rolling A. Barter is barter. knowledge. Yeah, yeah. So okay. Four plus one. Okay. Wait, wait. Knowledge or perception? Sorry. Uh, it's, uh... Uh, knowledge, yeah. Okay, cool. So then that's 15 for me. 15. All right. Let's see if he is amenable to this. And we roll again. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> wait. No, no, no. Sorry, I, I rolled a fourteen. No, you win. Uh, my bad. Hey, uh, I forgot. I've got the plus one. Yeah. So uh, he accepts your twenty credits, uh, and you know starts it away. He gives you a strange-looking blood-red drink uh, that's oozing with the steam, <laughs> which at least you hope it's steam. Uh, and you give it to the old man. You have to kind of open his mouth open, and like instantly, his eyes just like, Phew! oh, you know. Um, uh, like shoot open in, in, in alertness he's like the Empire? what are you doing here? Uh, as that's soon not how drugs work <laughs> as soon as we hear that can um, can Quasar and I run over? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. don't slip on the ice the Empire? that's us <laughs> we, we, I grab his arm to reassure him gently and ask him, Zim, uh, what is your name? Oh, uh, <laughs> the name's Zayfox. Uh, Zayfox, we have uh, we res we rescued you from slavery just twenty minutes ago, and uh, we need to know very quickly what's going on. How did you get here, and what's happening on this planet? 
well, uh, well, thank you, kind uh, uh, my lords. Um, he tries to bow, <laughs> but you, but Quasar just rolls his eyes. Uh, and uh, yeah, Sorry to Jim. I <laughs> more like under new management. <laughs> uh, I, I, I go like, <laughs> and I like give a overly zealous wink. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a loyal citizen, uh, my lord. Uh, I I paid my taxes and everything. You know, uh, wish you know, uh, uh, respect the emperor and all that. Um, I uh, I I was a captain of a freighter, uh, and uh, our, our our ship uh, crashed uh, on this planet. And then when they when the recovery crew, the rescue crew, came to pick me up, they said I had a bunch of debt, something about you know accident fees and and whatnot, and I couldn't pay it because the my my ship got busted. And uh, the crew all died, so uh, they uh, put me to work in the mines. And I, I started inhaling some fumes, and you know, next thing I know, uh, and he starts to trail off. Uh, whatever uh -oh. you got him was very strong, but it's clear that you know there's some lasting psychological damage on this guy. <laughs> Before he fades completely, yes, I ask him a very fast question. Yes, I ask him if he has any other friends on the planet that he knows about. Friends, okay. Uh, let's see what this guy uh, can remember. Okay, uh, you have to beat. Uh, let's see. The skill is... I think it's investigate. Yeah, you have to roll your investigate. That's perception. Yes. All right. Oh wow! Damn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on fire today. This, this campaign is Sherlock Holmes. Sido is secretly like the oldest yeah. Sherlock Holmes. You know, there's a, uh, there's a. This is off off topic tangent. There is a character in Warhammer 40k. I think his name is Obi Wan Sherlock. Uh, yeah, Obi Wan Sherlock Clouseau, and. Well. That is, yeah. That he was the first named Inquisitor in Warhammer 40k. Of course. Which He's is my granddad. Which is the most cursed thing I've you know I've heard in a while. It it, it does sound like the most cursed thing. Yeah. They uh, Drizzik is a, a descendant of Obi Wan Sherlock Cousteau. <laughs> it's yeah. genetic. What can I say? Yeah. It's from a different universe where like the things are are way worse than here. <laughs> yeah, the Dreza clan uh, fell into this universe through a, a wormhole by accident, and that's why they're nobles now. They're they're just too, so much more brutal than everyone. Yeah, I mean that explains his roles. He's a psycho. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. so> <laughs> <laughs> Warhammer tangent over. Yeah, before we get copyright strike from Games Workshop. Oh uh, um, yeah, yeah. Games so, Workshop gonna get this little segment. Yeah. <laughs> so, we have to delete this whole part of the video. <laughs> so Saito is incredibly poignant in in terms of asking the question, and he like knows the exact words to jog uh, Zayfox's memory, and uh, Zayfox points out like yeah yeah of course sirs, uh, you you wonder you you were wanting to speak to my foreman friend, uh, uh, Milos, uh, and he gives you this weird little piece of cloth it kind of looks like a piece of a uniform or something um and then he just wanders off he just wanders off into the distance uh there goes our slave i was about to say should have <laughs> gone on these two. 100, 
They goes 500 credits. 520 if you count the drink. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, someone has like, to be. That's like five of you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I man. hope one of you is uh, accounting this so that uh, Saito can uh, uh, like submit an expense report. <laughs> yeah, Saito's keeping yeah, track. He's got to submit to the trust fund yeah. when he's done. I, here. I'm I am currently writing down credits. Minus five twenty. Yeah, I, I'm. I've got it. I've got it locked on my character sheet as well. Same. Submit <laughs> uh, to the expense report. All right. So you've got a strange piece of fabric, uh, and the idea that you've got to look for a foreman called Milos. Uh, it's pretty, okay. uh, pretty weird. I, I will admit. Would have been nice if we found out of where he was the foreman. Yeah, that would have been good. Yeah. Well, we know he's in charge of something, which means someone else must know him. Well, you have so, the piece uh, of cloth. That we do a, have the piece of cloth. a clue. I'd like to inspect it for any clues or uh, Are you sure you marking. should be the one to do that? No, I hand it to whoever has the best inspection skill <laughs> to do. That's <laughs> great. Um, the nerd, Mr. Jim there. Oh, yes, yeah. Sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll do an investigation. That will be uh, either scholar or investigation. Uh, my invest. Ooh, ooh, I'll do scholar because then I can roll six. Ooh, yeah. Whoa. Big money, big money. No whammies. No ones, no ones. And ooh, ooh, ooh that's still oh. three ones. Ah, ooh, that hurts I my mean, soul. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad though. Uh, yeah, it's that was both two average. of the best rolls I could have gotten, and three of the worst. Yeah, <laughs> isn't uh, thirty-six? That's almost statistically half, isn't it? Yeah, that's it's just under. Yeah, it's yeah, just under. So yeah, okay. So you take a look at the uniform, and you notice a couple things. Number one, it is an imperial uniform. Uh, it's a very old imperial uniform from like, actually, technically the Republic days, right? So wherever this guy was, he crash landed here back in the days of the Republic. Um, uh, or at least he had been operating since the days of the Republic. Let me say that, right? Um, and uh, you notice that it's a... You suspect that it's a uniform for something involving ore, but you don't know any further. Uh, you'd have to look at a, another example, maybe, to corroborate that inf information. Well, chaps, I can't exactly give you the lowdown, as the children say, upon this uniform. However, I do know that this is pre-Empire Republic cloth, and either the person who's, who's owning this comes from then, and possibly crash-landed here, or was working here during that time. Interesting. Mm. Do we know of any mining operations, historian, on this planet? Uh, you, that's a very specific thing to ask me. That's another. I, you know, I don't know all of history, right? <laughs> but you, I mean, you long for this mission. Otherwise, uh, you're going to get paid even less than exposure. How? Paid <laughs> for something else with you. All right, I'll uh, let me fucking check my my memory banks, and I quickly open my wrist like communication thing to see if I have notes on this planet. Yeah, your data. Uh, can I do archive. a? A scholar check. Yeah, sure, go ahead. Uh, I okay. will have to minus 1D because it is very unusual information that you weren't expecting. You're just hoping that maybe you have a memo or something, you know, filed away. Yeah, so it's 5D6. 5D6, yeah. Whoa, another 17. Nice. Oh, that's statistically... Wow, that's wild. That was a... What are the yeah. odds? 
pretty low. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I, I I find something in my in my memory banks. All right. Yeah. So, uh, uh, I go into my mind palace. Yeah, <laughs> Sherlock Clouseau. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we are. Yeah, I wave at Sherlock Clouseau while I'm in there. <laughs> no, I just look it up. I, just, okay. I Google. I space Google it. Okay. Anyone not related to Sherlock Clouseau, please raise your hand. Yeah, I raise my hand. <laughs> so does the old man. Yeah. Corner. Yeah, he's just in the snow, raising his hand for no reason. Yeah, he's probably gonna die. You know, if he's just wandering out into the, into the ice. I like to imagine he's just bumping into walls, yeah, like yeah, that old. You, you remember old that. DVDs? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's sort of the in the corner. Yeah, he's just bouncing into like around the room. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so. Um, uh, so uh, uh, you uh, scan your memory archives, your memory palace, and you find something weird. Uh, it's a very old memo that mentions that there was a loss of an Imperial freighter in this sector, but no one knows what happened to it. It uh, was carrying a shipment of uh, basically uh, ore um, that was coming from the Outer Rim uh, to basically Kuat, uh, you know, the drive yards where they make all the uh, starships. Uh, it went down with all hands, uh, but you do know, uh, just from sort of incidental reading, that the ship had a captain and at least a foreman who was associated with managing the ore supply. So, our brave, in- or maybe not so brave, uh, heroes, uh, maybe not so much heroes, our Imperial officers and agents have uncovered a clue. Some mystery within a mystery. A lost Republic freighter downed on this planet many, many years ago. Uh, where could it lead? Who knows? But they do have some. They do have some clues, and they are definitely going to follow it. Tune in for the next episode to find out where where this goes. Thank you so much for watching the first episode of Hardly Heroic. We will be returning in about two weeks with episode two. But until then, let me tell you who helps make this show. First off, we've got Miles, largely unemployed on YouTube. Please go and check out his stuff. We should have some links in the description to some of his videos or his channel at large. We've got Camille, who's also known as Pysource, who draws some things. Unfortunately, there's nothing to link to for him, but in the future there may be, so keep an eye on this space. We've got uh, Emilio and I, who both run Bite Marks on YouTube. Uh, you can check out the link in the description to find our channel, or find us on Twitter, at BiteMarksCast. And last, but certainly not least, is Megs and Toast, the incredible musicians who made the intro and outro songs for this episode, and all the episodes of Season 1, at least. It has been so much fun to make this, it has been so insane to get to this point. It's taken a long time to get everything in place and everything together, but uh, thank you. This is our new series that we're hopefully going to be continuing uh if you like it please comment and subscribe and let us know and also please make sure that you're doing that for the hardly heroic channel because that's where we're going to be posting these from now on new video as i said should be up in about two weeks next year just about but uh until then have a wonderful new year and look after yourselves okay thank you very much for watching again and we'll see you next time